to be the police but no i know mm. yeah, but i see your phone in your hand too i was i, I muted my medicine a lot, <laughs> so. yeah you're right you caught me yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so I've, I've sent that email out and eventually they're like oh no we, you know don't worry about it we're not gonna we're not gonna fire you i'm like no no no, no. that's not even a, a thought that you should have no it's like, not a, a conversation piece that we should be having because this is it's been as as they say, like the the cover your emails, I've sent those multiple times, and here here they are. Yeah. So. So it was you no, know, but I do think, it w- I I think it's one of those things, right? Where like, uh, the, to the point, a junior is a junior, and you you need to give more to a junior yeah. than you or an intern, especially definitely than you would in resource. Maybe it's not your time, but it's definitely someone on your team's time. Yeah. Do you know uh, what I mean? They just like, need the. Here's the thing. They need the guidance they need the mentorship they need the assistance they need the help they even if it's even if you sit with them for coffee every other morning and yo let's catch up let's talk about life are you happier are you not how do you feel about the work and actually extending yourself yeah i think at a bare minimum if you don't have the time to sort of work with them just extend yourself to them to let them know that you are available and that they're heard and they're they've being they're being supported and but so what what's interesting about what happened the thing is it happened to you but it happens to so many juniors oh, oh good God. and I think it so it just happens I, I think it just happens a lot especially in big agencies all the time you I know, think I, I was just you just said you just said something about yeah, it yeah because I, most people don't want to lose their job they so don't know this is you know. the thing it's so funny I've never had the fear of losing my job. You shouldn't. Not not even once. Because I think from early on, I knew... It's so funny. Like, in my mind, I always paid attention to things that are outside of my immediate job. Because I knew these are skill sets that I needed to learn for later. Okay. So I'll sit with the finance guy. But no, no, no. How do you break down that, that financial structure? Even as a strategist, I never build quotes and invoice clients because I do strategy. But I needed to learn that system. Yeah, right? because I knew these are skills I wanted to develop for later. But if I think I knew, I always knew I was gonna leave, and I always knew I was yeah. gonna set it up for myself. And these are things I needed to learn. Yeah, right. S- some basics I learned in college, but that's not enough. I needed to get hands-on experience in that universe, which is why I would always help teams from other brands that were that were not necessarily my direct client, just so I can know what that experience is but like. But this is what I mean as well, right? Is like people who are telling if you feel like you are not. You were learning like a lot. I from every job I've ever had, I learned something and it helped build the foundation for who I am as an entrepreneur. Some people just ain't ready, you Mm. know, so all this hustle porn about like, yo, leave your job, like just quit your job, like do whatever, you know, like there was a point and I I, there was a point that I got to where you couldn't keep me in a job. I was done being employed. There was no more for me to be employed by, you know. And when that happened, that was like, uh, I knew we were done. I knew yeah. I had to, I had to have complete control, 
and build a business and be that or else I was never going to do it. And I, it, I wouldn't I was unemployable, you yeah. know, but I think that there is a universe of people that's listening to a lot of the stuff the that's out there and including mm, ours sometimes. I'm sorry, <laughs> including our that we put out there. as I've, well. I don't think I've ever encouraged someone to quit school. No, I don't think. And I've never encouraged someone to I, I always say entrepreneurship is hard. Yeah. If you are not ready to do it, don't. Because it's not something that you can, you know. But to play devil's advocate as well, I feel like all the the hustle porn content, a lot of them do say that as well. That this is not for everybody, but I think that makes yeah. it a, makes it an exclusive club that people want to be part of as well. That's I never saw it like that, but actually, yeah, that's a good point. I yeah. never, I never, I never absorbed the the information yeah. like it's an it's an all boys club because I grew up in a house of I grew up in a. My family, my dad and my fam, my, my father's family, most of them are entrepreneurs. In fact, yeah. if you work for somebody, they don't feel like you're living your fullest potential. For them and like my father's family, you owning your own business, your own land, that is the mark of a man. Of course, Do you know that, that I mean? was that's that that, that that it's a generation in the Arab world, and my dad is from that that yeah. universe too. So for me, I I grew up in a universe where. You were eventually, you know, eventually like you that's were the, have that's to. That's the goal. Eventually, the you're goal. leaving at some point. Yeah, and, and, and that's what I was saying. Like, I feel like in my practice, I did work with different people just to learn that specific skill set because yeah. I knew I'm going to need it later. Totally. Right. And yeah. in fairness, and this this is the oddest thing is like now, it's been a, it's it's been a while since I've graduated from law school, but like I'm seeing my friends starting to own their own, um, starting to like open their sole proprietorships or open. Sure. I never imagined myself having a law firm. Mm. Like I never, I never, it was, it was never in my head to like, okay, I'm going to stick this out. I'm going to learn from the, from my, you know, I'm going to article, I'm going to do all this. I never saw that as a journey I wanted yeah. to take. But still you benefited so much from being at law school. You see it every single day. Yeah. Like it yeah. is, I, and, and this is something I do tell people. It is a boot camp like you've never been through. Yeah. I don't, I cannot compare it to anything else because it literally shapes the way your mind approaches Which things. is amazing because it, you don't have to be a lawyer. No, no, the, no. But what you learn at law school, I think, is... The way you structure... I'm in awe by, I'm in awe by all of do it. Do you see it? Like, sometimes yeah. it, when I'm living it, like, I don't no, see I, it. No, I do because there are things that we experience that flag so many um, different points in my mind. I'm like, oh, yo, see, I think... Here's the thing. There are two schools, I feel like, that... They teach you. They teach you a lot more than what the class is teaching, yes, if you will. I agree. That's law school and engineering. I think engineering is one of those. Engineering where, like, teach. I think I'm. I'm in awe by the discipline of engineering graduates. Yeah. You don't have to. Be, you, have, you don't have to. You don't have to be an engineer after you graduate. But the discipline that the school of engineering force feeds you. Yeah, my I've uncles are engineers and you can see yeah, it. I've, uh, Mekki Ahmed Mekki. Yeah. I've seen it with my brother. I've seen it with yep. my cousins who have been to engineering schools. They have this spectacular discipline and hyper focus yep. on their tasks. And like, they're, here's the thing, they're superstars at taking things off their checklist, at their to-do list. Yeah. They, they have that, like they know Sunday, I have to finish all that. Nothing, com nothing bleeds into Monday at all. Right, and that takes serious discipline, and I've and I've realized that's an engineering school skill. Uh, soft skill yeah. that you learn. 
right? Like my brother is not an engineer. He works in FMCG and supply chain. You know, my other cousins, uh, Mekki is an engineer, but not everybody kind of follows that path. I but, just love the way they approach um, exactly. their their health, their fitness, their... Uh, the, the clinical. Yeah, they have clear, a very like yeah. clear and clinical yeah. approach. My brother lives his life spreadsheet to spreadsheet. Yeah, you know? which, uh, you know, you know, we're fans. Exactly. We're big fans. Like, I remember when my cousin was getting married, he developed a spreadsheet of everything for his wedding. He had spreadsheets that <laughs> planned his entire wedding. Which is so dope. Right? But, and, and I was like, okay, that, that's what engineering school teaches you. Yeah. Discipline and clarity of everything needs to be in that sheet. Definitely. If it's not in the sheet, it's not getting done. Wh- which right? I love. Yeah. Like, I love that practice. And then law school gives you the same practice but i think in in a business sense so one there's discipline but i think there's an acceptance and a non-judgment for all opinions on the table yeah that law school teaches you and also the opposing view the oppose uh, the opposition or the person on the other side of the table is whatever they have is welcomed yeah, it's equally right? valid. Exactly. But one of us has to go. One of will. One of us will leave the table. Like it, it's yeah, equally valid. Right. Like, but I think also, um, when it comes to, for example, when it comes to negotiation, that is that is a law school practice. Yeah, it right? is. Where there is literally no emotions at the table no, when you're negotiating. That's true. And uh, and these are things I've learned from. But also, granted, we joke about like you, you joke about you being a lawyer, but. I don't think the, I was that. The basic practice, <laughs> you understand the basic practices yeah, no, of it. You understand, I, you know, the, the basics of law. Like, uh, by no means have I been through a, a, a law school boot camp, but I have taken multiple business law courses. Yeah. Right? And I practiced that later as well. For example, for me, I'd have to sit, whenever I'm looking to do something new with the business or making any changes that I need to understand the law for it, I would actually go through the UAE law sites and would sit and go through everything on it. Right, um, that attention to detail is something that I inherited from these classes. Like you actually have to understand some of the terminology and how yeah, it's structured course, and how it course. works. And you know, it cannot be vague and just looking at things from a legal standpoint. But for, uh, the other thing is like your reading speed, for example, is part and parcel because you had to read and consume yeah. so much information in a very short period of time. Yeah, and right? and that's a muscle. So the less you read. The, the the slower you'll go exactly so you just that is a muscle it yeah. is a muscle for sure so so yeah these are these are the i think the practices that that came out of law school that i've seen witnessed with you in your practice yeah i um, think so too and i also think it's one of those it's one of those things where like law school teaches you a discipline but it's not even law school it's just education like if i higher if education higher i don't care what degree you have if you got it it means that you were able to do you went through, you went through this boot camp for a few years you were able to is. sit in a lecture absorb information and then execute in yeah. whatever you whatever universe you lived in and uh, i think that's really important yeah. because uh, retaining a millennial is emotional more than it is um, financial. financial. I agree. Um, but how you balance that retention. So a lot of, and I'm, I'll say this openly, a lot of businesses here and a lot of, that's why if, if somebody hasn't started a business or grown a business, I will not take their advice I agree. in the Arab world because it is so challenging. And to do it properly with respect and with making people feel like there is upward mobility in a startup that's really tough. Mm-hmm. And I think the formula is built. I think I have most of the formula now, but whether it will win is a time thing. Now yeah. it just has to play. Um, 
retention i just genuinely people think that the world and this is part of that hustle point like if you aren't making a million dollars a year then what are you doing you know yeah. that whole thing no 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 i don't think it's about that i think it's about are your markers of success being met are your kpis no, but, that you've determined make think, you successful but i think that that's also part of the problem because i think it starts with defining your markers of success right which because is not any, if you're going to tell way, me a no million dollars a month that. or a million dollars a year is your marker of success then that's a problem because also what industry are you in yeah right because that million dollars could be a weekly or a monthly or an annual depending on what business you're in but also a million dollars in real estate is nothing in oil and gas is nothing, nothing you've right? done nothing exactly you've done nothing like you don't even begin yeah you know what i mean and so if for me so then what are your barriers of entry and right. what are your measures and i think those kpis need to be defined before you play right because that will tell you what because here's the thing if i set that as my weekly income benchmark and i don't meet it like the heartache and the stress and all the problems that are going to be there because we didn't meet our mark and then you be obsessed with that. Yeah, but then, absolutely. But how did you get to that mark? Totally. What was your feasibility study that got you there? So I think all in all, you know, like for me, one of the things that I really, like I'm really happy we talked about all of this is that I just want people to have much more of a critical mind when it yes. comes to absorbing all of this motivational stuff that we are, we're going to see more of it because yeah. more gurus are being made. I believe many of them have their hearts in the right place. Mm -hmm. And I believe that they are really genuinely trying to help the world for the better. Yeah. However, it's if it starts it's to sound, approach. yes, if it starts to look and sound like quit your day job and just go for it. And don't and go to university. Leap and the net will appear type situation and leave university. No. no. Just and like, also understand the market that you're in. Yeah. Like you can't, that's not a luxury that is afforded here. Yeah. Because to be here, if you're not an Emirati, you need a visa. Right. And so then, well, how does that play in your exactly. business plan? And so, so account for that. Right. And for me, it's one of those things. It's like at some point, if fear is the issue, then you need to, then you need to make an educated guess. And yeah. that education will help buffer your fear. Yeah. And if you are so fearful that you're paralyzed and you're stuck in your job, then maybe you've got to be there for a little longer. Yeah, take you know? your time. And, and, and that's, and, that's yeah. something that and I tell it, people is like, if you were about to leave your job, nothing I could possibly say to you, if you wanted to be an entrepreneur and to, and to rise to the caliber of like some of the best of us, yeah. nothing I can say to you will change your mind. There oh God, is nothing no. No that way. I can do yeah. to shift the, the, the universe that's about to give you your own business. If you can, if you can change their mind, then they're not then ready. Then we're out, then right? We're, then you're not ready. So yeah. I most likely will probably try to deter you yeah. because if that's the case, but I'm not, I'm generally not like going to deter anyone, but I do feel like I really want people to be a lot more critical about the hustle porn that's yeah. out there and to note that the feed is merely just a pipeline. Yeah. It's not it's not filtered. It's no. not filtered for your the best of your you're the best of your health or no. the best of it's literally people wanting your views, the most important thing that they can take from you, your attention. your attention. And they want your attention, they want your time and they want your return. Yeah. So, you know Yeah, and that's why I'm saying like don't always necessarily subscribe to that. No. No. Um and always take it with a grain of salt and be incredibly critical and see does this apply to my life or not and I, more importantly don't feel guilty about the way you're doing you no exactly because and i think it's it's structured so that you do you, feel you do guilty. feel guilty like i never because i i was guilty of that guilt at some yeah. point right because like oh i'm not i'm not doing good enough but then again it goes to like okay what was the benchmark for good enough yeah, what, what was good enough myself? to begin with exactly and you know you fall in, it's easy to fall into that trap so yeah you know, I think you should always try not to feel guilty about 
what they're trying to make you feel guilty about because your journeys out there is we're not going to be this we're not at, we're not at the same caliber also we're not in the same market we are like, not in a market <laughs> where there is no welfare state my None. friends you know None. so like this whole like like you know like be critically aware that we are in a high stakes game all the time and yeah. i i love that challenge and i love the rigor of because, it yeah and, but and to that like a lot of times you're not awarded the same benefits. You're not awarded the same um, privileges. Right. So understand your playing field and where you're playing from. And that gives you a better structure and approach to things. Because maybe, you know, an American or a Canadian school is better, yes. But then when I left to study abroad in the U.S., I realized I had a better understanding of culture and people because of my upbringing in the UAE as opposed to the Americans with me in my class. Yeah. So... I could develop insights and market analysis way better than they can. Yeah. Even though some of these people in my class were twice my age and have been in advertising way longer than I have. Yeah. But I was much but the, better. But, but I think being in advertising for a long time gives you blind spots. Oh, definitely. You without know? a doubt. Yeah, but yeah. also, but even but, for us, but that's maybe, but that's maybe why I was saying I would, I think yeah. I want to change our environment a little because I don't like blind spots. Yeah. I think they make me feel like I failed in some and way. I think blind spots in a way I realize a lot of times it just comes from ego of I've been doing this longer than you have I know what I'm doing yeah and I think that is the most offensive thing you can say one it it's very close mind it's incredibly close minded yeah I think but two it's it's offensive because in, in our industry because like I understand if it's medicine I'd want my surgeon to be 50 year old 50 <laughs> yeah. or bl- above you know just or somebody who's been doing this long yeah, enough yeah they don't want your kidneys to be like, the first ones yeah, they've ever like, seen you know? I don't think it's about age but just your rap sheet and your years of experience in the game yeah. would give me a clarity of like okay I could trust you as a doctor yeah. but in the creative game it's such a young player game uh, right? like, so I look to you know Adam and I look to my younger brother even though he's in medical school he's younger than I am and he's more tapped in than I am right right so I look to them a lot of the times for advice I'm like yo what do you think about this do you think this will work but also that is for a client or a business or a brand that fits that totally some clients like I wouldn't necessarily look to Adam for advice on government clients no of because course. that's a whole different ball no, game that yeah. they're not part of and I think it's just being accepting and open and willing to learn and ask constantly because that education can come from anybody of any age i mean i've learned so much from my baby brother just spending weekends with him and i got to see the world from his eyes in a way that i completely uh, it's not that i disregard it just i didn't think about it yeah i get as that. simple as that. I, just, I didn't think about it till i spent time with him I'm like okay wait now i'm starting to understand you and understand what is it like to be at your age with today's technology than when it was my time? Completely. And it's just this openness and willingness to learn is really important. Yeah. Um, and, and Leo, back in, and Leo, they used to call it, you know, looking at the world with a childlike wonder. Yeah, I think and that's... I, and a, I really that's, appreciate Yeah, I that. think childlike wonder is like a very um, Buddhist term. Yeah. It's a term in Buddhism, like that they say, which is... And, and you'll notice the people we love the most see the world with a childlike wonder. Yeah. Because they are the ones that kind of retain um, a sense of true happiness, I think, when they find new things or like when they experience. And I find, to be honest, the creatives that are like that are my favorite. Are my favorite because Yo. they have literally the most open mind you can imagine. Their mind is so open, yeah. and their excitement. Yes. I mean, I love it so much. So that, and it's a big thing for me. But like, it doesn't matter who is coming or it doesn't matter how 
great or bad or, you know, deep or um, shallow a thought or an idea is, let's let's venture in that. Let's yeah, take I that. agree. Especially when they're excited. like, And you don't want to shut that down because that's what's going to get you a lot more greater things in the future. So just celebrate that. Like, okay, cool. What do we got? What do we yeah, do with it? Dope. And just taking all that in. And I have a lot of love and respect for that because that does teach me a lot. And I think that's a big part of it. Like, I'd rather spend time with people like that. And, and in a way, like, I learned from that a lot more than the gurus because they have this thing of, to go back to hustle porn, I'm not going to wake up at 4.30 a.m., but, yo, this kid just had a great idea. What can we do with it? Yeah, and accepting that the kid had a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's it. Yeah, and I love that. Yeah, me too. Salam. So